What's up? Back for episode 19. Where the boys are back. And I'm here with the benevolent Breezy and the relentless Ryan. And we'll get right into the show. The so, malevolent Mark. Malevolent? Yeah. yeah, like that. I'll take that. I'll be malevolent. So this out of this out of pocket was a. Uh, I don't know. It was a uh, kind of childish, but not really. So, the story's f- about a guy. There's no name. So it's a guy talking about his friend and her girlfriend. So guy, I'll just call guy. Friend is S. The girlfriend is L. Because that's just how they reference them in the story, just so everyone gets down the page. So I and S um, rented an apartment together with two other guys. All of us moved from small towns and became friends really quickly after hanging out a few times. L and S met in the club and they've been, they were going out for a while. Coincidentally, L and I were pursuing the same um, career. This is uh, college courses. I mean, they're all in college, so they had the same um, career path. And he said, but I never really liked her. And she was a little too stuffy and spoiled. Like, she always talked about her brand name stuff. She was very clingy, and she stayed at our apartment a lot and kept commenting about hygiene, clothing, and stuff that we did at home. We had a roommate meeting to clarify that she needs to go and that, or at least reduce the amount of time she's here. And she still showed up a lot. She she stopped showing up at the house so much, but she still showed up a lot at the outings that we had. So let's just say we all, you all kind of hated her by this point, and we're secretly hoping that they would break up with her. And it finally happened due to the pandemic and all of us returning home and Elle could not handle a long distance relationship. So they ended up breaking up. Elle called me multiple times after they discussed their relationship with S. And so I pretended to be sad about their breakup and try to help her through it. But now I decided that I no longer needed to help there, her academically. So I started ignoring her calls and messages. Once or twice, I told her that I was busy and I simply couldn't help her. But she kept she kept pursuing it, and one day I picked up her call and started screaming at her for. She started screaming at me for ignoring her about how I was um, punishing her for breaking up with my friend and me being a bad friend. And I finally lost it and told her that I was never her friend, and I only helped her because she was my friend's girlfriend. Then she started crying when I hung up, and after some time, I got a phone call from my roommate about how I made her cry after our conversation ended. My roommate told me that I could have picked a little differently way to handle it. And the way I did it just wasn't cool. Hmm. So, a recap. A couple guys lived together. One of the two of the guys are, are BFFs. Started, one of the guys started dating. Girlfriend's kind of the worst. So, they just decided to tell him about it. She stopped coming around as much. After they break up, he was still helping her because they had the same college courses together. But then, after a while, he just didn't feel like he needed to do it anymore. So, he more or less told her to fuck off. Understandable. But then she started crying, and then she went to show her boyfriend. She would start crying. Called her ex about it. He called his boy. I was like, bro, what you got to do like that? <laughs> yeah, I understand. Mm. Friendship's so weird. Like, people don't understand the bounds of friendship. And people handle friendship a lot differently than other people. That's one thing I notice. And even as I get older. Uh, yeah, people value it differently. Very it weighs differently. differently. Very differently. Some people, you know, you're a little bit nice to them, and you automatically, you know, best friend. <laughs> right. And then some people wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, go pick them up, and they can give two shits less about you. Yeah, yeah. Seems a little inevitable. Um, doesn't seem like, well, we'll say it doesn't seem like, they didn't have a real relationship based off of 
any kind of friendship. It was just convenience. Right. And uh, that convenience ran out. But it, he didn't quite let her know that beforehand, so she had to find out the hard way. Yeah, and like a couple of the comments that I read afterward were the guy said something back along the lines of, uh, I should have, he's like, I should have told her like up front that I didn't really want to deal with her anymore. But she was, she was talking, she called about the breakup and she didn't really have anything else to call. So I was like trying to help her. But at some point, I just didn't care anymore. Gotcha. And I was just like, fair enough. Like, so you're just trying to be a good guy or whatever. And then you just, couldn't be bothered anymore. <laughs> and so you blew up on it. Like, it doesn't make it right, but I get I get how you got there. You're just like, I just don't want to deal with this shit. He, that, so he blew up on her? That's how he That last her. time, yeah, he, he told her to F off, and that's why she called her ex. Gotcha. His roommate uh, had a conversation. Gotcha. Because that's the thing. Like, I don't I don't even know if like, if he just said that straight up, if that wouldn't hurt her feelings. Uh, I mean, her feelings are kind of going to be hurt regardless. That's what I Because yeah. she seems, because the way they say she like, Super stuck with like brand name stuff and like just that type of person. Like egotistical people are a little kind of a little easy to break. You know what I mean? To me, that's the more interesting conversation. Like, is it when it comes to stuff like that? Should we coddle people's feelings or should we be just straight up with them? Like, you y'all broke up, so I don't, you know. I'm because it sounds like that's what he said. Mm-hmm. He, he said it was screaming at her, but it sounded like more or less he was just like, "Yeah, bro, I don't really fuck with you like that." Like, yeah. it was just you were his girlfriend, so like we deal with each other but like now that you're not i don't care yeah and it, which sounds harsh to certain folk but mm-hmm. it's true especially if you have uh if you person being told that aren't quite aware of what the real situation was the whole time yeah it can be what is it reality check yeah 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 yeah, reality check. Check. yeah yeah should should we mm-hmm. coddle people and, and save people from reality checks or should we just you know i'd say don't lie you know, be honest, like, yo, I don't really mess with you. Yeah. Sorry. You know, uh, don't don't call me back. <laughs> and it's harsh, yeah. but, you know, you can you can say that a lot worse, which it kind of sounds like the uh, OP in, in Passion yeah. may have actually done. Hmm. So, like, maybe, maybe he is out of pocket with the way he said it, or rather, with what he said, but just, like, breaking her off, that's not out of pocket. So you just got yeah 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 it was definitely like yeah you got to do it right yeah but I don't know Breezy Reese is a good point too though about like the coddling of it because it's like yeah you coddled things eventually but well, I, I guess my question is that like hmm. if this conversation is between between two guys would it even matter um what I mean yeah, like let's say like I get what you mean I think three you get two friends and you have a friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to you, for example, like, we were talking about, like, uh, back in the day when you had those other, when, um, Breezy and Lloyd were over, but then you had the other guys over and you wanted to get the other guys out of the, get out of the house. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just told those other guys to F off and leave, it's like, yeah, that'd be out of pocket. I'm thinking, like, I did tell them all that, you know, you, you gotta go. I'm sorry, but I, I didn't tell them fuck off. You know, I, 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 I I laid it on them honestly. I told them, like, you guys have been coming over too much, and I can't have you turning my house into a party house. And hmm. they, they understood. And it, 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 we're still friends now. But if I had told them, like, you know. Yeah, I think I just. Y'all motherfuckers got to leave. <laughs> I think that <laughs> no, is actually what I said in the podcast. Though. Yeah, that's what you did. <laughs> I guess what I meant, though, is, like, 
just where we are in society as a whole is like the fact that like the only reason I think that this conversation is even relevant is because she's a female. Because mm-hmm. my thing is, if it was two, if it was a guy says another guy, like bro, I'm only I was only cool with you because you was cool with him, but y'all not cool. You, y'all don't really talk to each other anymore, so like we're not cool no more. Like mm-hmm. it is what it is. No matter how that guy would have said it to other guy, it doesn't matter. I think it may also be that like OP did say that he just straight up from the very beginning when he first met her didn't like her personality mm. because she was talking down to people. Right. You know? Off top. Yeah. And you like take that and like continue it for like a whole year maybe. <laughs> yeah. There's gonna be a lot of pent up resentment. Yeah. And eventually you're just like, you know, Boom. fuck you. You know, <laughs> and you you blow up on them because you never liked them to begin with. Mm. Um those guys, I I, I like them. You know, my friends I, I actually yeah, yeah. Still do like them. They're still my friends. So yeah. different. Yeah. It's uh, it's more so relevant because of the reaction it got. Like if, if even if it was a dude, like if they react up there, just start bawling. <laughs> you know, <laughs> then it would be the same sort of problem. That's true. And also, it would be no. It'd be it'd worse. Be, it'd be quite the out of pocket story. It'd be worse. Yeah. Like if I tell a guy to f off and he just starts crying. Mm-hmm. Then it's, then it's like you're wondering, like, oh, man, is it something? I'm probably going to be more insulting, to be honest. More insulting? I'm more insulting. <laughs> I mean, I expect Damn, it man. to, you know? Because, <laughs> I mean, like, as messed up as it is, and I understand it's messed up, like, as a guy, you just can't cry, you just can't cry in front of another guy that you're having an altercation with. Like, it's your boy, your brother, your dad or something. Yeah, mm. but, like, as a man, you go into an altercation with another man. Mm. You can't cry, bro. No, I, I legit feel bad because it's like, dang, if this meant... I, w- I would feel a little bit out of pocket if, if somebody just started breaking down crying in front of me if I just said, like, we aren't real friends or whatever. Uh, I don't like you that much. If they just start crying, I feel bad because it's like, okay, maybe somehow I misled them and maybe somehow they value this way more than I did. So, damn. Uh, I don't know. I think with, with my personality, I would try to rectify that and help that person. Uh... But I can't. How would I feel about it though? How would I feel about it myself? Discuss. It's what I, <laughs> I was like. I wouldn't feel disgust. I would legit feel. I would legit feel bad. I would legit feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's heartless thing. Cause I'm just like, Ugh. like why? Just like, <laughs> like I don't. I because you already didn't like the person. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I just, mm. and like now you're crying in front of me. It's just like you're just. Mm. I, I got a soft spot for like mm. pathetic. <laughs> God, man, you guys are both just as brutal yeah. as each other. Yeah, but in like the opposite way. Yeah, yeah. because so Breeze, imagine the way because you are who you are. I, I do see you being compassionate, trying to figure it out, yeah. but also seeing you being very abrasive in how you That's handle the it. Thing, yeah, and you gonna end up in the same spot I end in with just more steps. I guess so. I guess so. Because you're going to try to make I, the situation would, better. Because I don't like the person. I wouldn't want to be around, but I would want to help. That's the whole <laughs> right. crux so of it. Like, yeah. And I, I do find myself in those situations quite often. And I'm just like, <laughs> ooh, pathetic. <laughs> Away. Yeah, but it's like um, this person, they have a need at this moment. So it's like, you know, if I can add something to them to make them, to improve their life, yeah. But that's the question. Like, is it is it? Is it real? Because I don't really want to be there. See, that's where that's where my head is. Because it's like if I don't if I don't like someone, I tell yeah. them to f off. Yeah, and they start crying. 
I don't care. <laughs> you don't care. Like, I didn't like you in the first place. I just told you I didn't like you. So yeah. I just, whatever tie we had, I just severed it. So I, like, once you start crying. That, I respect that more. Yeah, I'm I, out. I respect that more than the way I would handle things. Because it's, it's completely honest. But the way I would do it isn't honest. But it's, yeah, it's just, it's just not, to me, it's not as good. I would help in the sense of like, if it's someone that I was, I had a standing relationship with and I just don't. Something happened and we just not cool no more. Mm. I might at that point is like because of who we were before. Yeah. I might try to make sure that you're like okay. And if you're not okay, someone is coming to get you or to help deal with the situation. And then after that, I'm like, all right, gotcha. I can get him some sort of help. Yeah, because I'm not doing it, but like I will make sure that someone that cares enough to do it will do it. Yeah, yeah. Then that's that's fair. That's fair. But I it won't that's be me. The best way of handling it. I'm trying to think of anyone that I actually know where I can. Uh, I take this idea too, but like, if I haven't liked you for like a whole, if like our entire relationship has been one of necessity mm-hmm. rather than actual connection, mm-hmm. I'll just tell them straight and then I, I'll leave. <laughs> I respect yeah. that. Yeah, a lot of friendships are actually born out of convenience when you really think about they start, it. They start out of convenience, yeah, because like we had classes together, so you talk to the people around you, around you but then you find out, like, hey, oh, you like the same things, like, you like the same food, the same drink, the same I mean, blah, 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 and then like, it goes from there. Those are actual connections, though. This is, our connection was your ex-boyfriend, and that ex-boyfriend is it's gone. Ex-boyfriend. So, hmm. our only connection now is the time that we go to our classes, which is unfortunately at the same time. That that's that that was their connection. Yep. She may have thought that it was an actual friendship, but it wasn't. So we were talking about friendship boundaries, like how it just you don't really establish friendship boundaries initially, so you don't know the parameters of what the friendship is. Nobody so you kinda just rely on a feeling. Yeah. Initially of what friendship is. Just spending time together usually builds up friendship experience levels, you know. Fortunately True you do social links. As far as that story went, there uh, those first experiences were not good ones. <laughs> you know, hygiene, talking down, looking at my Prada bag. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, because the way I see it is just like it's a bachelor pad, and you got a girl coming in here just making the thing is like coming from his point of view is like was she actually talking down to him, or was she just a girl coming into a bachelor pad making comments? You know what I mean? Because we don't know the we don't know the context of it. Like just to argue, just just for the sake of argument, play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. It's like you got five dudes living in the house. It probably looks like five dudes are living in the house. For sure. I don't say if I go over to your house and you are girl slobbing, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna point that out. True, <laughs> but that's also a difference between guys and girls in general, though. Mm, hot take. Hot take. I agree, but hot take. <laughs> for because I mean, just for example, like. Anytime comes, someone comes over a house, like, Sophie just starts cleaning shit because she just assumes that people are going to just look at stuff. Hmm. Like, when I invite people over, I'm just like, this is my house. If you don't like it, there's the door. It's multiple doors you can leave out of. Fair if enough. you got to say something, if I don't like it, Answer I'm going to tell you to move the, <laughs> the door to someone else. <laughs> and depending on how this conversation goes, <laughs> you can leave through a door or a window. <laughs> they don't know where, where it's, what's going to happen. Man. Yeah, the, uh, so... so is there a point where, like, a friendship, for instance, in this case, they were together, say they were together for, like, six months yeah. studying together. Uh, you spend you spend six months with this person for, you know, a couple hours, maybe, 
every day. Or every every couple day. days. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. At some point with enough banter, wouldn't that feel like a friendship? Not if you don't like them to begin with. But my thing is, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. You can put up a face that long. Because I can't. I could put up the face of, like, people at work that I don't like. Because this is a couple hours, you know, here and there. day. But, like, in mm-hmm. my. That's at work. In my personal life, if I don't like, I'm not dealing with you that long. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. boyfriend, girlfriend, or not. Like, whoever you are. Like, I don't like you that much. Because it's like, the way he popped up on it, like, he has some resentment for. So yeah. it's like. I might actually change my now that we're discussing a bit more deeply. I might change my mind. I think, I think I might say he's out of pocket. I kind of do agree with that. Yeah, I feel as if he may have just did it wrong. You know, just went too emotional on it, just blown up too much. I think the whole thing's wrong because because yeah, from start to finish. That's what I'm saying. Like the more we talk about, it, I'm thinking that too. Because even now that I'm reassessing like the stuff that I would normally do, I don't think that's the right way of handling things. Like if you don't want to be around somebody. You just shouldn't be around him. Yeah, because I'm like, in that situation, like, if you had a... Because we have a conversation about, like, girls I brought her on, and y'all didn't really fuck with her like that. Y'all was like, yeah, bro, she... You know, we had a conversation about it. And so, like, the fact that they did have a meeting, like a roommate meeting, and talked to him about it, and she started coming over less, but he definitely still should have been, like, tell her, like, I don't really talk to your girl, but, like, I really don't want to help her her homework and stuff, because I don't really like her like that, and I'm doing this for you, so, like, can you get me out of it type deal? Yeah, because you do lead people on, and like, she felt some type of connection. Some type of connection. Enough time around somebody, you start feeling that connection. And and it's, it it gets even more weird, because, like, in, in this case, he's offering something to her at no cost. Right, like he's you know, he's literally doing something out of the goodness of his heart. He's where, where it seems his to time, hurt. yeah. But he did that because his friend was he was ultimately doing all this for his friend. Right. Uh, it's just a weird situation. I don't even after all this, I don't really know how to classify any of this. It's just a weird gray area. Yeah, from I mean, from top, he just sort of said like, I don't really like you like that, so mm-hmm. I don't really want to deal with you like that, mm-hmm. and avoided the. Because essentially, like Ryan said, like, he just lied the whole time. Like, you pretended you liked her for the entirety of the relationship. And then, like, when you got to the point where, like, it wasn't convenient for you to lie anymore, you just blew up on her. Yeah. Which, I mean, mm-hmm. like, even if she is a... Whoever she is, however she is as a person or not, like, mm-hmm. technically you shouldn't just blow up on people like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't know if he pretended to like her or not. You can just be, like, you cordial have- to someone. But my thing is, like, for her to... But like Breezy said, like, for her to be calling him to that degree, mm-hmm. it would have had to be like something more than just like a the answer to number four is X plus Y. You know what I mean? Like it just That's the thing. There it wasn't I don't think it was just literally cut and dry. I don't think it was literally just like he comes over, help her. There was some like banter in between. That's what I'm saying. Like people can start to feel like that's the start of a friendship. Like if you have enough dialogue with the person, that's not mechanical dialogue. You start to feel you know, and that's that's how like work uh, friendships, right? Because it's usually a group activity, right? You go out with like eight or nine people, like everyone gets off work, you go to the bar together. You usually sit with the people like that you know and that you often hang out with. Yeah. But Sally's across the table for you. You know, you talk to her every now and again or whatever. And it's like because he he did say they went out a lot and she was always with their group dynamics. So I mean, it's it sounds True. like she was they were there. And if yeah, she was helping, if he was helping her with her mm-hmm. work and stuff for school, I mean, during those outings. She was trying to talk to him at some point. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, just about yeah, whatever. Just as a person. 
And the thing is, friendships are because like I had to learn that in my twenties, like how to separate, uh, like again, work friends from like other friends because work friends are purely there for convenience. Typically, it can become a pure friendship, but it's right. usually just it's usually just y'all commiserating about work. Those conversations usually are a bit limited. It's like surface level, unless y'all really connect with each other. Then it's a bit deeper than that. And I really had to learn how to navigate that. And I, I created my own weird version of like what friendship means and what friendship is. So unless people do that, they run into the risk of uh, everybody's their friend. Everybody who gives them the time of day, yeah, gives them time, <clears throat> talks to them. You know, it's like, oh, they don't hate me. So they must yeah, be my friend. friend. It's like, or they could just be an associate or you could just be a person existing and you just had a two-minute conversation with him, is it? Yeah. And in this case, he was just decent to her. Like, he wasn't toxic. Yeah. E- even in his head, he, you know, he probably was toxic. But to her, he was a nice yeah. figure over a long period of time. And so, thusly, yeah. in her brain, he was a friend. Plus, he helped her with the breakup, too. Like, that's the yeah. that's the part mm-hmm. what kind of leaves me about her, though. Like, after they broke up, she was calling you and was helping her with the breakup. Mm-hmm. And it's like... It's a great that, area. That's what my saying is like, if I don't like you mm-hmm. and I know I haven't liked you, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. Right. Yeah. That is, it, I'm not. I don't yeah. care. That is the time to stop answering the phone. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. if, yeah. if the person you don't like calls you and like, oh man, I just broke up my boyfriend. Can you help ah. me through it? It's like, why would you? But did they have like classes together? They had this. They were in the same course. They didn't, it same didn't necessarily course. say they had the same. They, this was possible. Mm-hmm. They could have had the same classes. They could have not. It just said they were in the same course. Ultimately, it comes down to what me and Mark talked about earlier, the differences between us two. At a certain point, you have to be a little bit callous yeah, and cut it off completely. Because that's the difference. He did the thing I would do, and he was merciful to her. He showed her kindness, but it just prolonged his own suffering. And hers, too, because it made her think there was something that was there. I mean, she's suffering now, but before, she was getting help at home. Exactly. She's all right with this. Exactly. But he built up that capital of suffering because uh, the bond grew more in her head and then he severed it suddenly to yeah he you know yeah, he, he paid he paid monthly she had to pay a lump sum at the end yeah <laughs> that's just it's it's just the it's just the like the downside of being nice because it ultimately it's kind of false i like this out of pocket because we're nice and conflicted about this. Yeah, like, the, the, yeah, this, this yeah, 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 yeah. You usually were pretty cut and dry. Like, yeah, yeah. I like this one. Yeah, yeah it seems simple, mm-hmm. but now it's it's like a whole question, like friendship, man, and and, and being mm-hmm. kind and generous. Like, you have to put boundaries on it, just like you got to put boundaries on everything else. Yeah, I mean, like, I you see don't how know take where it's going. Being nice to everyone is more of a hindrance than being nice. To certain people. And I don't mean that to be a cynic and like say like you should go around punching people. Mm-hmm. I just mean like in a sense of like it would behoove you more to talk to like two or three people on your walk for like five minutes mm-hmm. than talk to everyone for a minute. Gotcha. Because yeah. of stuff like that. Because then like you run into like these all these awkward ass scenarios and it's like initially no one's wrong. Cause like, mm-hmm. you know, like you say, you, you kind of fill out the friendship or whatever. And if you didn't like her at some, cause it, cause the thing again too, at some point, in friendship, you start taking bigger risk isn't the word, but you start taking um, investment, like investment. You start, you, you start spending more time because at first it's like, let's go get coffee. You know, that's what an hour at most. You get coffee, you talk shit, eat a sandwich, whatever you leave. Mm-hmm. Then you do like lunch or dinner. You you know, hang out at people's house, go to the movie like that time. It expands and it's just like. 
<laughs> the more and more you spend time with people you don't like, it's like more and more like why are you why are you doing that to yourself, dude? Yeah, that's, like at dude, the end of the day, why are you doing it to yourself? That's, like, that's putting yourself in the torture. Man. I had to learn slope. that through. Oh, I'm sorry. I said slippery slope. Yeah, man, easy. I, I had to learn that through like dating and friendships. It's like even if y'all like if if it's two people y'all like mildly interested in each other, if it's not like a strong connection, like just it's just y'all just wasting each other's time. Mm. Yeah. Point. But it's like I, I feel like we put so much emphasis on like the fact of like being nice to people in the sense of like going along with that instead mm-hmm. of like being nice in the sense of being instead of being honest. Like we put more I say is it we put more emphasis on being nice instead of being honest. Where in the mm-hmm. sense you like you should like like yo, I'm just not really feeling this. Like you wanna yeah. be cool, we can hang out every now and again, but it's like yeah. us like one on one thing, I'm not it's not really what I'm feeling. I like your way because it establishes your own boundaries. Like my way point. doesn't give any sort of credence to my own boundaries. I'm just doing this to help this other. Yeah, and it's like you know. take care of your four walls first. Yeah, and to be honest, I feel as if Op may have sort of been ambushed by this a little bit because, as I remember, he had started to basically ghost her, and then at some point she called him emotionally, saying, "You know, you hate me," and was. I, I imagine going off on him, and that was like the straw that broke the yeah. camel's back. And then he just laid out just all 100% honesty. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was more honesty than she could. Her cup runneth over take. with honesty. <laughs> and I sort of feel as if OP might be the type to feel that hurting the other person in any way would make them out of pocket. You know, just... Mm. OP seems a little mm. bit like light himself on fire to keep someone else warm, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, so his view of himself may be a little skewed in this. Gotcha. Fair. But Fair. Um, feels if, yeah, not the honest. The truth came out mm. in the end. It always does. <laughs> you know? Ultimately, though. And, uh, like, if it had come out earlier, he OP would be a lot happier. The other woman would be a lot, you know, less... But I mean, they might have actually gained the actual friendship because, like, Maybe. some aspects of like you're even like our like us like some aspects like when we first we first started hanging out with each other we asked things that we didn't necessarily I won't say didn't like about each other but maybe habits that we weren't used to for various reasons and stuff. oh for sure like you, you guys know, are definitely different from everybody else I hung out with yeah but it's I mean, like you know we either time. we didn't change who we are like um like who we are hmm. we just changed some shit we did because it was just like yeah and I feel like he could have if you'd have told her like. You're just kind of obnoxious, and like you just talk too much shit. Like if you just pull that back a bit, we might be because like if you you're in the same course, right? Mm. So you have some type of similar interest. Not saying you need to be best friends, but like there's some baseline there, mm. and it's like if you guys have this baseline interest, like you could or you could completely hate each other. Mm. It was like I feel like it was unfair to yourself and unfair to her. To just hate hate her from the, the background instead of just being like, yeah, I'm spending yeah. all this time with you anyway. It's mm. like why not try to have like. Like break some common ground. It was convenient, then it was inconvenient. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Point, yeah, point. That's, but that's we. All. I guess. I guess I'm just more selfish in a way. It's like if I'm going out of my way for, let's say you, I'm helping your your girlfriend learn how to cook something or whatever. Mm-hmm. If I don't like her that much, I just can't do it. Like I, I just don't. I can't math the part of like him not liking her for that long and still like helping her with class. It's because I would just been like, I would have like once or twice and it just is like... It is a long time. Nah. It's only because he was still friends with her 
with her guy, right? Yeah. I'm telling both of y'all, y'all have a girlfriend that I hate that much. Mm. I'm not hoping I was shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you know. I'll be cordial with her. When she say help something, I'm like, I broke my leg that day. It's cool. Mm. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. I just it took me a second to parse that. <laughs> <sighs> my dog ate my broken leg. <laughs> yeah, I'm so messed up. Yeah, that's a good one, man. That's gonna yeah. give me a lot of food for thought. So what's the you got? You got final takes? We're gonna leave it open ended. Um. It's it's interesting, man, and and mm. I, I think we are. It's like right. we don't know right. too. I say, sorry, OP, you are out of pocket. You got to be more honest with yourself and with the other person earlier. You know, if you don't like someone, you got to cut them off. You know, just uh, do that for yourself if no one else. Mm. Yeah, I think it's the perfect. Yeah. You're not out of pocket for not liking her, though. That's totally totally fine. Yeah. yeah, establish your own boundaries, and uh, if you don't like, you know, helping her out, which I don't even know if that was a problem, but yeah, if you don't, yeah. if you don't like her, then y'all, you just shouldn't waste your time. <laughs> you should waste. It's called yeah. something else. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I actually want to talk to you guys about. I found a thread, and not a gaslighty thread. It's twenty unspoken rules for men. So just like twenty rules that men kind of live by. So like, can we guess some of them? <laughs> Can we guess some of them? I mean, yeah, you can guess some of them. All right. All right. Before you tell them, like, uh, it's 16 of them. 16. Okay. They're yeah. all going to be based in stoicism. Yeah, and these ones, um, so a lot of them are, like, legit, like, good ways to just, like, live life or just, like, good tidbits, good advice tidbits. Mm-hmm. Some of them I don't necessarily agree. I say, like, 16. I think it's, like, 10 or, 10 or 12 by that guy, uh, like I like wholeheartedly like legit with yeah. Joe with. Yeah. I guess him. Uh, guess right. couple. Yeah. So uh, unless there's something life threatening, there's a one stall distance minimum. <laughs> yes, not in here, but yes, that is a rule. That is a rule. <laughs> don't talk too much. You you look cooler if you don't talk too much. That was on here some way somehow. Yep. Never listen, not and most of all, make eye contact. Yep. Mm. I don't make eye contact. I don't like your face. You got to. I don't like anyone's face. Eye contact is always a little bit of a challenge. See, I just looked at Breezy's eyes, and I just I gotta I gotta look at audacity <laughs> now. That was a mistake. See, I um I only use eye contact to assert dominance. Like, it's really no other. It's really no because like that's the whole, that's the whole point of it. Like eye contact, like maintaining eye contact Apparently. is is all to assert. Because it's weird. Because for an animal kingdom, that's all it is. I grew up in church, and that was the way to. Co- in a way, it's a way to command dominance, but it's more of a way to command respect. Like you look somebody in the eye, that way you can't. It's an honest. It's an honest. Uh, it's See, not I a don't like that. No, I, like, up- I don't like the honest part. You take a yeah. You take something right that neurotypical people do, hmm. and you just take the concept honest, and, and you you stake a claim on it, hmm. like. Oh, you're like I can look at you, and I can look you in the eye and lie. Hmm. I am totally fine with doing that. This is true. I can look you in the eye and tell the truth. This is true. I don't have to look you in the eye to be honest. I don't have to look away from you to lie. Hmm. That's why I think the the whole looking someone in the eye is honest. I I don't. I think that was just a spin to use it. Like it was always for dominance. That's all it's ever been used for. It's uh, it's it's 
it's really good for like just having a genuine connection with people. Because if you're talking to somebody and they're just all like this, you know, it's not it's not good. Is is different. Like when someone is talking yeah. to me and I am really really listening to them, hmm. I actually I turn my ear towards them so I can hear them better. I'm doing that more as I get older. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for I mean, multiple reasons. You always had that trait, though. Like, I was going to say, like, call me out like that. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Me, me too, though. As I get older, though. It's like, um, I, I, I'm thinking extremely deeply on what you are saying. Yeah. But, like, if I, if you're talking and I'm, like, doing, or doing, I mean, if I'm writing something down, yeah. I'm probably writing down what, what you're, you're saying, saying right. which <laughs> means I am thinking about what you're saying yep. as hard as I can. But if I'm on the phone, that's just fucking rude and I'm not listening to you. So yeah, that, that's when, you know, I'm fumbling shit. It's obvious. Yeah. 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 But obvious. like different people listen differently and True. there is this stigma on not looking people in the eye or, you know, not looking at people. And it's like, yeah. I, when I'm when my ear is towards you, yeah, and my head is down, I'm, I'm thinking like this is like, yeah, you've got my full attention. Yeah, I don't, I don't really, because over the years, yeah, you do notice that you, you know, I worked in restaurants, I worked in retail. People do listen differently. Uh, I had this one guy I work with uh, at a restaurant. He didn't look at you at all, like at all. Like it was, and it wasn't necessarily shyness. It just wasn't his thing. He just didn't want to look you in the eye at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, you know, you get used to that. Um, yeah, because like different people do. Because you I mean you know how people are growing up. Like some people like like don't because like some cultures like you shouldn't look people like you shouldn't look people in the eye. You're not supposed to look people in the eye, or yeah. like you know like that's a good or certain certain parents are just like don't look don't yeah. look directly at me. Blah blah. Like it's just, it's just a million a myriad of different reasons why like yeah. So, uh, so I've adopted like a lot of different ways. Like my my go to is the eye contact, but since I you know since my teens it was a lot of eye contact in my teens, but now over time it's like dwindled. And I do a variety of things when I listen or talk to people. Yeah, it, it's depending. For me, it's depending on uh, the situation and like what we're what we're going on about. Yeah. No, like yeah. if we're having a if, if it's a serious conversation, yeah. usually it's a lot of eye contact just to make sure, like you know, because I feel like when you're having a serious, uh, intimate conversation with just like a, a small amount of people, like you say a lot with uh, like your facial expressions and like your eyes, your ears. like how, how, how just, just normal nonverbal communication. But I feel like when it's in a one-on-one setting, you're more inclined to be yourself. Like let your, yeah. you show. So like you'll get the real, like the, how are you would quote unquote naturally act? Like take out your, take off your, your face or whatever. You're out your friend. Yeah. And another funny thing, um, when we're recording like this, I get a little uh, worried about looking lovingly into anyone's face for a long time and being recorded doing that. Just, you know, just the most. <laughs> Not like that. The most awkward thing is. The- <laughs> See? Awkward, right? <laughs> right. No, it's, it's more awkward when you look into the camera. Yeah, there you go. See? That's. That's a, but you had the thousand yard death stare. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, normally different. just looking that at the guy. <laughs> no, <laughs> you had no movement here. <laughs> you just, <laughs> you were slowly invading my face. <laughs> it's my space now. Because, <laughs> uh, like, the way I see it, I try to look at the camera like it's a person. So I talk a little bit and yeah. I look over here. It's another person sitting there, go and then come back around. Yeah? I think this may have been the first time I've ever looked at the camera. Yeah, 
Which yeah, the first time not, I looked at the camera. Let us know the comments. Look is, at it it. The, is that the first time Ryan's looked at the camera? Sometimes when my head is turning, it may accidentally <laughs> focus like a frame straight towards the camera. <laughs> but that's because I'm I'm under All right, So we need to find an impact frames of Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, usually, usually you can get them before uh, we start the show. Usually you're looking at the camera just, just, just before the show. Yeah. I'm sorry. Right. I'm, I feel very. So we're gonna yeah. very nervous now. <laughs> You've been exposed. He exposed my. <laughs> all right. Well, we all about to get exposed because we're gonna agree with how many that we're um you oh, subscribe yeah. to. Oh, that was yeah. the subject, right. wasn't it? So the first one: never shake hands sitting down. I don't. Why the hell would you? It's awkward. You're supposed like, to. I, it's happened because, hmm. like, if somebody just comes in too hot and you just can't get up. <laughs> yes. Okay. <yeah. laughs> but it, it's awkward because, I mean, like, if someone's standing over you, hmm. you don't fully extend your arm. So it's kind of just like a, a weird. Yeah. yeah. I had to learn that, but I had to learn that fairly recently. Like, four, like, four years ago is when I they, learned they, that was rude. They have to sort of lean in towards you and you have to reach out towards It's like I'm already sitting. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I like the, the, the corporate, the corporate actual handshake. You, ha- you mm. shake the hand and, like, grab, like, and you make the eye cuts like yeah all right nice, just nice, me, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you mm, so, oh oh no you got Donald Trump you ever see Trump Trump's aggressive yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta do this multiple times to yank multiple times you know, it has to be after you make a point so that's an old that's just like an old school business thing from like the 60s and 70s but he's <laughs> his is on steroids though Maybe he's well, he, actually just like trained in martial arts, you know. Uh, it's, it's funny, but that is how you're supposed to actually do uh do do throws. Uh, you're supposed to strike the throw. Yeah. So it, it felt like I was <laughs> it felt like there was a combo coming after that. <laughs> he just knows the cameras are on him at all times, so it makes him look strong and it makes the other person look weak because they're doing this the whole time. Mm-hmm. Every time he and it's like yanks him in for the president for when he did that when he was the president of the country and like it was. He was doing it to like opposing like um, diplomats and stuff. That was hilarious because they would give him as much as they got. Yeah, and it was great. It was great because it's like it's funny because when you see you see Trump interact with various diplomats and stuff, you can always tell like who was on the same like level that he was by that shake. Gotcha. Because you know some people would just like let it happen or whatever. Mm. It was like oh you're just a mayor you just let it happen. Yeah. But if you're like the king of a country, he comes in and does that. You're just like. Oh, the oh, funny how you thing doing? is, I think somebody studied him doing that handshake. The, the handshake, and they prepared for it. I think it was Trudeau. I think it was Trudeau because <laughs> he just—they just stood there, <laughs> just, just yeah, a silent beast struggle, ch- chest to chest. Mm-hmm. I think it was Trudeau. I might be wrong, but I think. Mm-hmm. It was well, yeah, those are. It's some fun clips to watch. Yeah, fun clips right. to watch. Yeah. All right, this one I agree with. Protect who is behind you. Respect to respect who is beside you. Mm, I get that. Okay. One. Yeah. 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 You know, make sure you keep uh, keep the people that walk along with you and like you know protect people behind you. Soldiers. Never insult the cooking when you are the guest. Good. People. That's hard to yeah. do sometimes. Because sometimes you go to a person's house and you want to eat the food and you try to eat it and you can't swallow. It. So for that, oh, it's like I know story behind here. I know yeah, for a fact that I'm not gonna eat your food before I even get to your house. Hmm. That's fair. Because I, I was like, I could tell 
<laughs> how you carry yourself, mm-hmm. oh, how you crap, keep your kitchen. There's some hockey story going oh. on here. Oh. He's, oh man, it's like, he, he can sense the cook power within you and you are found wanting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh man. I think I feel that though. I think the situation I was in. That, you knew. You oh, knew. Jesus. And you just went along with it. That's true. That he's right. He's one hundred percent right. Yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> he's it's not even like right. a, a, a cook thing. You know when you. Yeah, I need some background here, folks. I am lost. <laughs> Ooh, contents. Let's go. All right. All right. In my case, I'll do it real quick. In my case, I live with my brother for the first time. I was like maybe uh, fifteen or so. So I live with him, and uh, we met some new neighbors. Uh, they moved in, and they had invited us to come eat with them. And uh, we come over there, and they make. Quiche. I've never had quiche in my life. Quiche is a very interesting thing to make for a dinner when you're meeting people for the first time, too. Yeah, I've heard of quiche. I was interested in quiche. I didn't exactly know what it was. It's essentially egg pie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, egg pie with like extra little stuff in it. So we had that. Did not like it. Couldn't eat it. Couldn't get it down. And I did spit it on that napkin. Throw it away. So they, they noticed I didn't like it. So they made me a ham sandwich. And ham sandwich was also not in my life. <laughs> how do you, you mess that up? Like some ham sandwich. Y'all seen Undercover Brother, right? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay, that's actually better than what I was going for. Oh, I, was, uh, I was thinking Minority Report. Uh, no, it was the moistest <laughs> ham sandwich of all time. No, all right. Have, it, have you guys seen Minority Report? In like 2000, it came it out. I don't remember what it's specifically you're talking about. Yeah. I remember the Undercover Brothers scene because okay. that was like a joke in school forever. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Talk oh, about splurts. Splurt. <laughs> 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 oh, my. Oh, my oh, shit. Oh. Uh, did you manage to eat the sandwich? No. It was fucking covered in mayonnaise. Why would I eat that shit? You I left so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that actually really... uh really influences the way that I present my meals. I try to keep things separate when I'm giving them to other people. Yeah. Just in case they don't like, you know, the the flair yeah. that I add in. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm, fair enough. To be to be fair, I'm a very picky eater. I've you are. Been very you picky are. Eater. But usually like if you're having like a dinner party, you usually go with like basic shit. Like you keep like like chicken, burgers, like ribs, like, you know, just just stuff that like generic you know, just across the board, like people like. But most people can they can they can save face long enough to eat the eat the quiche. Mm-hmm. You know? Eat the quiche. Eat, eat at least part of it to not appear. Eat the sport. <laughs> <laughs> to not appear like an ass. I just can't do it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, you know, if there there are certain foods that I, I'm I'm not gonna. You know what, Mark? You you you're up. You, you no, I didn't have a story about it. I just, it's just, yeah. it's just, okay. Yeah. People, other people have told me, <laughs> I don't have anything in particular. Other people told me stories, and I'm like, yeah, did you look at them though? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just, just, just. So, just, 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 just. Hmm. Right. so I, I, okay, I, I will. I, I, when I was a kid, I, I had many family gatherings with families who were very, very proud. Of their potato salads. Mm, or I'm already out. Yeah. Chicken <laughs> salads. Especially potato salads. People can really... Oh, it's always the same thing. So tell them you don't like potato salad. And they, they puff up their chest. Never had my yeah. potato salad. Yeah, that's right. Never had mine. Yeah, like, it's the same <laughs> fucking problem. Yeah, the, the seven ingredients <laughs> that you use, the same one my mama been using, bro. You know? Chill. Just because you had a little extra paprika, don't make it good. <laughs> Scott here. 
So yeah, it sounds like me and Mark somehow have the same experience no, with this. Same here too. <laughs> I'm just oh, letting y'all preach. Oh shit! Yeah, that's just generic black family <laughs> gathering. Like somebody like, little potato. Uh, you don't like potato salad, and you gotta eat the potato salad. And once you say no, now you are the picky child. Yep. And uh, God. It's like if they just let you not eat the damn salad, it'd be fine. Yeah. It's like I got everything else on my plate mm-hmm. but the potato salad, but now I'm the demon child. <laughs> Did you realize you just took potatoes and covered them in mayo and mustard? <laughs> and I'm the one that's mayo crazy? And mustard and relish. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. Don't forget the extra paprika. Oh, and paprika. I'm, I'm, but I'm the guy. I'm crazy. I'm crazy for I'm not sorry. eating it. I'm sorry. I'm picky for not eating it. That's I, wild, bro. I, I spit there. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm, sorry. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. It's funny. You got to edit it. Oh, wow. <laughs> put, a little doof, put a little doof doof there. Ah, oh, jeez, man. What were we, oh, shit. What were we talking about? Right, oh, it's more manly shit. More manly shit. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Never eat the last piece of something you didn't buy. Fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. So I got a thing too. I won't open anything that I didn't buy either. Same here. Yeah, like somebody buy a bag of chips. Like, yeah, just open. Oh, I'm like, nah, you gotta yeah. open it. You gotta yeah, have the first chip. Like, I eat all of it. That isn't that first and the last chip. But like, I'm not doing it. It's funny. Um, another thing. Um, if you leave it out for a day, fair I game. Consider- <laughs> yeah, 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 consider. It yeah, fair yeah. Game. That's that. Yeah, so I, yeah. We had that rule back in the yeah back when we lived together yep. too. So like with that pizza that you had made. Oh, for sure. I, I took a piece and I, I left the last piece there and I just. I waited. <laughs> I waited. <laughs> and then when midnight came and everyone else was asleep, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was slowly going." Cause I didn't, I didn't like that piece, so I'm glad you liked it. Okay, when's the win then? It, it was all right. It made me think about making my own pizzas because I felt like I may be able to. Yours would be way better. It was a. Uh, it was. I thought it was a pepperoni bacon piece. It was like a. Bacon and bacon pizza. So the, oh. so the pepperonis were actually like just big pieces of bacon. bacon. Yeah, <laughs> hard pepperoni. Oh, yeah. All right. It's like Canadian bacon and regular bacon. Okay. Yeah. All right. Our next one. Never make the first offer in a negotiation. I feel like this is a good rule of thumb. That makes sense. Mm. I would know. I actually have a little problem with the uh, with well, not bartering. Is it bartering? Yeah, bartering. bartering. Hmm. Haggling. That's the Haggling. word. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's better. Yeah, I don't know how to do it at all, to be honest. It's not a skill of mine, but I know like the basic tenets of it. Yeah, I can usually get I can I can fumble through the beginning of it. Like I'm a good mm-hmm. talker in general, like just normal everyday day to day stuff. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily spe- specifically in um any type of like buying bartering thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like I do well enough to like mm, yeah. Be all right. If I care enough about something then uh yeah, I'll give it give it away easily. It's easy when you don't care about it. Then you could just make arbitrary numbers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah whatever. It's cool. Okay. Don't take credit for work you didn't do. That's pretty uh yeah, pretty yeah. standard. Oh, we're talking about good good guy things. Oh yeah, this is good. This is positive man stuff. Oh. I feel like we did enough oh. negative, you know, gaslighty oh, okay. man stuff. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. I haven't eaten a salad since that podcast. Balance. That's all I think you should be. <laughs> Stamping. Uh, take blame and give credit when due. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If you're not invited, don't ask to go. Ah. Uh, I mean, if you're, oh, that's sad. That's a little sad. I feel like that was situational. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For the fact that, like, if it's something, 
to further yourself that can benefit you, hmm. you should do it. You should okay. still ask. Yeah, yeah. Anything at all. If it's just like a party that you didn't get invited to, yeah. Just hmm. stay with us at home and watch Netflix. Okay, you convinced. Fair me. enough. Yeah. Okay. But if it's yeah, if it's like a if it's something that can actually like affect your life, go for it. Yeah. No no barriers. Yeah. Like it. Always aim for the head. Okay. Well, that's got so many different applications. And like so many different ways to take that one. I took it as like just give it everything you got. Well, you might end up going that's... for the kill, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just don't let opportunities pass by you, that whole type of deal. Saying we're at like octuple entendre here. I'm sorry. Or if someone's trying to get you, murder them and shoot them in the face. Mm-hmm. Ryan played a fear and hunger. Aiming for the head is not the optimal strategy. Oof. In certain cases. Situational, depending on what it is. Hungry. Don't beg for a relationship. Oh, that's Yeah, that's that right. Is. Yeah, you're yeah. not going to get it. It's weird, though. It always works in the animes. If you act awkward enough. <laughs> oh, I don't like girls. <laughs> Hear them two episodes later. Yep. They grab their legs while crying. And go like, please <laughs> let me smash. <laughs> yeah, and then by the end of the episode in the epilogue, you have three kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Dress well no matter the occasion. <laughs> oh yeah, mm. failing at that one. Mm. So is weird. Right? Well, well, you know, dressing well is a uh, you know subjective. You know? I guess so. Dress mm. for the occasion. Dress for the occasion. Wear clothes. Definitely should wear clothes. Mm. <laughs> Always carry cash. I'm real bad at that one. Mm. I've seen too many people actually get robbed. So I true. Just don't really carry cash unless yes. someone gives me money for something to buy, like. The money you guys gave me for food, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna put that in the bank. <laughs> like I'm not gonna <laughs> carry that shit. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's a, it is a good idea to have some cash like in your car or something. Just not maybe not necessarily on, on your, you on person. your person. <laughs> yeah, but even nowadays, because I feel like everything now, I haven't been lost in the sticks or nothing like that. But it seems like everything now has a debit card reader of some sort or true. But I mean, it only has to happen once. True, you know. True, true. Yeah, I've been in some weird, random places that have uh, like out camping and stuff. Yeah. They don't have like a credit card machine, and some of them have like Apple Pay stuff. That's what I mean. So I'm like, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Guess we're at a point here now. Yeah, even like you go deep in the hood. When when, when I see stuff deep in the hood, that's like you know. Yeah, because where where I feel like so like all right, you have like <laughs> center mass, right? So this is like your downtown areas, your your lived in areas, mm-hmm. and then you got like. The hood mm-hmm. and the sticks. Yeah. Like spread out opposite direction. Yeah. Once it gets to this point and it reaches the equal distance in the sticks, mm-hmm. you're good. You know, it's everywhere now. Yeah. Cause, mm-hmm. cause about maybe okay. five, six years ago, they didn't have a lot of gas stations didn't have debit machines or whatever. Yeah. Car the, mo- the moment I saw EBT at Taco Bell, then I was like, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has what they need. Everyone has one. Okay, we did the listen uh, and most of all make eye contact. Show restraint in expressing anger no matter what. Being angry is a waste of energy. So I agree with the first half, not the second half. True. Uh, anger can be, that's something I learned too. Anger can be like really harnessed for all types of stuff. Yeah, you need to get that emotion out because like you definitely, if you're mad, you should definitely be mad. I mean, I'm not saying go punch stuff, you know, yeah. express the level of. But if you're in a situation where you need to be classy, be classy mm-hmm. and, you know, express 
take care of anger where you can. But like, yeah, yeah you should definitely be mad, be angry. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a great motivational tool for like all sorts of creativity. Uh, yeah, working out, working just out, whatever hump you need to get over in your life. I had read this story that said that when you express your anger, you'd better make it meaningful because it don't. It only matters once. Mm. So, like, if you're ever angry for no reason, you know, if you ever express angry and you're out of pocket, that'll weaken your image forever. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. It'll make you seem uh, unstable for one thing. And, I don't know, just... Was it, it's a thing that, like, uh, you're, the negative is always going all the way to positive. Like, you do a million good things, but, like, once you do that one big bad thing, it, it's very hard to balance that back out. I think the story is actually a pretty good, uh, pretty good example. Um, all right. So in the story, I was just, you know, where I got this from, there was a king who had a soldier who was his guest. And eventually he found, the king found another soldier who had a history with the first soldier. And the second soldier offered to train the first soldier, but it was actually just the second soldier picking a fight. And, mm. uh, Second soldier beat the hell out of the first soldier, but this was this was an insult to the king because the first soldier was his guest. Second soldier came in ostensibly mm. as a guest, but gotcha. instead, yeah. basically disrespected the king. So the king, who was also a warrior, you know, took up the practice sword and was like, uh, "I'll be your next opponent." And the second soldier was like, "Okay, do you have any rules?" And the king was like. No, that doesn't matter. This isn't going to take long. And then the king beat the shit out of the second soldier. <laughs> and that's where uh, the, that king had learned from their father, basically, that if you show when you show anger, you better make it meaningful. So the king angrily beat the shit out of the second soldier. <laughs> and it was like, don't ever disrespect me like that again. Get the fuck out. But yeah, anger in that situation shows multiple things. It shows the care for the soldier, like the yeah. care for the shoulder, like that, you know, you're a willing, I willingly won you in my home and I wanted to I break bread with you and you were disrespected. And I'm, I, it's a, cause it's one, it's a protecting him, an apology. Yeah. And then of course he's a king, so he has to assert his dominance. Yeah. A warrior so, king at that. Yes. So it was, it was completely justified in all ways. I thought it was a really good lesson. Hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to. Because I, I always say like, because people always say like violence, violence is never the answer. Violence is an answer. I'm like, violence isn't the only answer and should never be the first answer, but sometimes it is the answer. Yeah. It's, and it just, and I think it's too really naive to say that violence isn't the answer. I think it's super naive too. Yeah. It, it all, it all, <laughs> it speaks to the, uh, the culture you came from that you yeah. can, if you are from a culture that has the, the lofty position where they can say that, then you're you're blessed. You, you are blessed. And you're truly blessed. Yeah. And you're just lying to yourself because you didn't you didn't get to this position without violence. You don't maintain this position without violence. Yeah, they can they, sure. they can uh, mm-hmm. they can ignore that. Mm-hmm. If they, they can ignore yeah, it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like ah, oh, that's in the past. Yeah. What do you Why mean? You we killed thousands of people. It's like all oh, their land <laughs> and in the country. <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> Whether it's dinner, drinks, or both, avoid placing your phone on the dinner table. Yeah. I mean, yeah, turn that shit off. Get that off the dinner table. Come on, man. I always, when we go out, I always put mine on the very, 
opposite edge of the table if we are somewhere. There is one thing, though. Um, If everyone at the table is also of the same mind, then it's totally fine. If everyone at the table is, you know, Ah. was born after Ah. 19... Ah. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. After us, man, I went on a date with somebody who we we didn't even have these phones yet. We didn't have flip phones yet. It was just the Nokia's. And uh, what are you doing here, Nokia, for that long? Huh? What are you doing with a Nokia for more like thirty-seven seconds? (laughs) That's what that's what we had at the time. Playing Snake. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was doing because my date was like just on the phone the whole time, and she had like took me to the this expensive restaurant without telling me and. I was in my like hoodie. I was not dressed for this. They had a fucking piano in this restaurant. And I was not dressed for you got it. A hoodie on, so bro. she took me to this restaurant and she was like texting her ex the whole time. And I was just like, what is what is this clown what are show doing? I'm participating in. This is Tom Foolery at his finest. Yeah. That's our pocket. That was our pocket. She was mad at her ex because like she bought him an Xbox game, but he didn't want to return it or something like that. And it was just a Oh, just stupid, messy, messy, mess. Yeah, that was the last date I went on with that individual. <laughs> individual. Yeah, nice catch. It's weird. <laughs> nice, nice, nice save, man. Uh, and the last one was never post with alcohol. Huh. Yeah, you know. That's yeah. weirdly specific. That is weirdly specific. Kind of. I think it should. I think it should say more so like, don't propose. Don't pose while drunk. Would be a better one because supposedly like you could take a nice, you, yeah, you can like, hit, a like have a have a like you know you kind of having a beer in the in the backyard in the barbecue or something like this. Where'd you get that you ChristianMingo.com? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think you can expand that one to don't pose with wealth. Yeah, you know, with whatever you consider your wealth to be. Don't 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 show it off. Yeah. What is it they got? They said um. Show up, don't show out. Or out. yeah, I think something, it's like, something that. like that. Show up, don't show out. I think as uh, as black people, we show up and also show out. I think that is just like <laughs> kind of what we do, <laughs> and that's just kind of how it's gonna be for the rest of the time. Oh, but yeah, probably showing up and not showing your whole ass is probably the best thing to do. But you know, it's a good way of putting it. But we don't uh, show your whole ass. You know what I mean? One cheek <laughs> at a time is okay, man. We just want both of them. That's, uh, why are you doing that, man? Yeah, you take it things too far. It's a little, little too much for that. Oh man, that's an interesting Good list. list. Interesting list. I feel like, like you say, about ten of them. Ten, twelve of them, yeah, somewhere around there. Like most of them are solid. Yeah, with a little bit of tweaking. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. some stuff was missing too. Like there was no stuff about like actual leadership there. Yeah, like mentorship mm-hmm. and. I think I think as a man you should you should also be prepared to step into like a mentorship. Yeah, yeah mentorship. You should also okay. be. What people don't realize either though is that like a lot of people try to be leaders and it's like you need to be a follower before you can be a leader. Like, oh no, I'm not a follower. It's like we mm-hmm. don't you don't know how to lead if you don't know how to follow. Yeah, because if you never yeah. follow, you don't know what followers need from a leader. <laughs> so like, I, I think a more palatable version of that is you gotta learn. You gotta learn how to learn before you can learn how to lead. That's like a more. Because people, when they hear follow, they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. It's the same shit, though. It is. Yeah. It is. If you have a job, you've been a follower before. Yeah. You know? So We've all been followers. You shouldn't act like it's a shameful thing. You, it just you has, the word just has such a negative connotation on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. You yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, like, know why Unless you follow. Unless you're talking about the Bible. True. Yeah. <laughs> 
You should know why you follow before you follow someone. Yeah, you should never blindly follow. Just don't blindly follow people. Always know why you why you look up to people, why you follow people, why you want to be like people. You should know for sure, hundred percent. It's not. You're pretty cold. <laughs> Easily. Easily. That's, how, that's, how, that's, that's just a call. <laughs> it's a lot of that happening yeah, nowadays. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It is what it is. It's like a lot of cults that are just not called by cults. They're not called cults, but they are essentially cults. Yeah. Yeah. But not slightly less than perfect. You can trust these smiling faces unless they won't look you in the eye or anything like this. If you're forming a parasocial relationship with us, that's a little bit culty. Cut it out. Ooh. Yeah, don't Dang. make us don't make us a cult. Yeah, we don't want to be a cult. Not yet anyway. We do want to entertain you, so if we aren't entertaining, let us know vehemently. In the comment section below. Yeah. Or review on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're we're not your friends. We're your clowns. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're your jesters. Uh, Maybe that's a little oof. better way. We're court jesters. Court jesters? I mean, entertainment. You, you, you dance with somebody. So, looking looking that up, uh, I didn't realize that jesters had pretty high prestige in um, kingdoms back in the day. Like, the, the, the lead jester was, like, held a level of importance. Hmm. They weren't paupers, for sure. For sure. Hmm. I mean, like, they, like... They weren't at the level of like let's say like your your knights or your advisors or whatever, but they were like high middle tier on the like I mean, the king shopping block. Shit, bro, you didn't have TV. <laughs> shopping block. <laughs> I mean, because yeah, no. really you, everyone's you, on the shopping block. Ah, uh, so as the king in like the kingly times, like everyone. Bro, can be imagine like, <laughs> you got your own castle. You bored. You got your own Tyler Perry. Like you good for you know. A little bit. I mean, yeah, because I mean, like, next- it, what's the di- it, what's the difference between like pulling Netflix and shoving up a show? This, yeah, thirty jesters is like, yeah, that's, bring me that one. You step it. forward. That's it. So, what was their purpose, really? What, what were they there? Why were they just purely, so they really, purely? Inter- it was like entertainment for the, the king and, and their guests. Court comedians. Yeah, entertainment okay. was very hard to come by. I mean, you just had books. And the I mean, <laughs> books. But I think books yeah, is vague books though. How many people could actually read? Uh, yeah. Like grand scheme, not too many. <laughs> Seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's probably more accurate actually. But a court jester brings uh, yeah. merriment to all. Hmm. Merriment, joy. Yeah, unexpected, but tomfoolery. So were court jesters held in the same same as like modern day comedians? Because comedians are. Referred to as storytellers, they're not just funny. Facts. They true, tell true. you stuff about the world that they everybody I can't didn't, say. Mm-hmm. I didn't truth through lies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I like that. They didn't. Um, I didn't. It, the what I read, it wasn't like a compare. Like it didn't go through like the. I guess the history of what Jester going okay. to a comedian, but in my mind, it make it only makes sense that like comedians are fa- like still have that level of status because it's like. All the jobs and stuff that we hold status with now, like they've always been there. They just shifted to the shifted to the time. So I imagine, yeah, hmm. that would be the same thing. Because I mean, like thinking about like the the true storytellers back in like Greece and shit. They had like the entire Colosseum that they were like speaking to, and now we do the same thing to watch Dave Chappelle. Hmm. Yeah, Fifty thousand yeah. people to watch him talk. Yeah, dance, do stuff. Poets too. Back in the day, way back in the day, same. Hmm? Still today too. Cause fucking uh, Dante. When I read that, 
uh, way back in the day. He was it was some funny stuff in there. Like he the way he like referenced people from actual history and like put them in different Rain circles of hell <laughs> and just like just like rain on a day. Like oh you're, <laughs> you're a part of the shit circle of hell. <laughs> Like you just living shit all day. Just throwing shots at people. Yeah, just throwing shots at like real life people. Oh man. Well. Usually, man, that's the biggest flex back in the day. Like the sixteen hundred, whatever, you write a book and it's like mm-hmm. for the rest of forever, everyone know that you lived in shit. <laughs> and people didn't research the history, so it's like, hey, my my this is history to you. <laughs> yeah, this is what he did. The the most interesting I thought I thought about with like that reference to, like Dante and stuff is the fact that like it is poetry like although pretty much all old literature is just poetry mm-hmm. so the thing I would want to look up or look into would be like when did we switch from like straight up everything being like more poetry to like book for like book book format hmm. that is hmm. interesting I think what I mean I don't know what is the technical definition between like a poem and like a story i don't really know enough about yeah. that part of literature i guess we would need to know the uh the language they were using at the time because they do call it's italian right dante dante's front was it originally italian yes written in italian i should say yes i mean i think dante was italian he didn't read it he didn't write it in latin or something did he no, no no it was it was it was legit uh middle middle ages Middle Asian OG Italian, <laughs> yeah, 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 like around when did Dante write that shit? Was it uh, 700 or I it was like the late hundreds that he wrote Ooh. that? Sure, I okay. think at the latest it was like 1200, but it might have been like around what was it like around 500 AD, sometime AD in the hundreds, yeah, mm. whatever, yeah, it is but, what it is. but all that stuff has it's called. It's, they aren't called novels or nothing like that. Like, uh, for instance, the uh, the Nordic, the Ada, Ada, Ada. Oh yeah, that's called something very specific. I can't recall. What is that? They're like, is that their mythology? That's where like most of the stories, uh, mm, okay. a lot of the Nordic stories come from. Okay, is the Ada like a lot of stuff for like Loki and uh, I think Bale. Freya and stuff like that. Okay. And then Beowulf. Beowulf was... I feel like it was like a second Edda for some reason, but I don't know why I think that. I'm really looking up, but my phone is off. Yeah. Beowulf is considered one of the earliest something. Is that the... It's not the earliest form of literature, but it's... it's, Is it the earliest literature? Like the earliest... Beowulf is something. It is something... It's like the first something, but I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the reason I read it, because it was considered the first... It's not the first story or the first... Uh, is it the first... Uh, I don't know what it is. The first epic or the first hero? It's the first something, whatever. It's the it, Beowulf is the first something or whatever. Yeah. Because like, it's, big, it's a big claim to fame. Then you have the um the other one that's like... Uh, what's his name? Um, is he Akkadian... The guy from uh, Gilgamesh. The epic uh, of Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. Yeah, that's the oh. first. That might be actually the first. That's also the first something <laughs> that I can't recall. <laughs> yeah, I'll have the mm. stuff in the description or whatever. Yeah, mythology. Mythology. Nerd. Nah, that stuff's good. I mean, man. It's all media. All media is mythology all over and over again. Man. Mm-hmm. That era, like when I was reading all that shit, one of my favorites was uh, Odyssey. The Odyssey. Mm. 
that was such a good story. Yeah, he went on an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. And and when I read that, when I was done with it, I was like, this guy is just like midi or not medieval, but um, he's just Batman for this era. Yeah, because he was he was he was planning. He was he was planning and scheming, and uh, he was just making stuff happen. And I was really excited, like uh, years and years ago, when they actually made like Batman Odyssey. Like they made that. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that was actually like a comic run. I was like, yeah, I always thought these are similar characters. It makes a lot of sense. Did you read it? Yeah, too. I read. Cause, cause a part of uh no Iliad was just uh what's the name right um Achilles Hill guy Achilles Iliad was just uh, Achilles he was the guy with the Achilles heels you're not wrong uh, yeah yeah Achilles as known in the epic of Achilles heel I didn't read I didn't read I was gonna say Achilles I didn't read the Iliad but it was referenced so hard in uh, the Odyssey that I did want to read it but I never okay got around to it. The the Iliad is essentially the, the prequel, yeah. To the Odyssey. That's why I asked about it. Yep. Because I read the beginning of the Odyssey and then kind of just read highlights, for like the rest of it. The Iliad is wild. I think Troy was like a really good uh, representation of what happened in a lot of the Iliad. Mm. Yeah. You saw Troy with uh, Brad. Brad Pitt. Yeah. yeah, it was just so much. It's a lot, so right? much betrayal yeah. and murder and incest and. Just sex and murder. It's just so much sex and murder in history. Man, Hector got it bad. <laughs> oh, and a, man. It, and the kicker is that Dang, a lot of people that get murked, they get murked for reasons, and they don't even know why they got murked. They just gone for, like, political gain or whatever, and it's just like... Political gain, slight, shrink, slights. <laughs> you just got slighted once. <laughs> That's it. You got to go. Because imagine now, like, equivalent now, like, you, you talk shit about someone on social media. Back then, they just chop your head off in your sleep, and you just go about shit. Mm. Hell, the, the Odyssey, man, like, it was like, they didn't know Odysseus was dead. I mean, they didn't know he was alive. They assumed he was dead. So, like, they're just living, they're just squatting in his house. He just comes back and just slaughters everybody. <laughs> like, <"Ooh." laughs> like, they were, they were all trying to, like, win the affections of his wife. But, like, they're, you know, they're doing it in the worst way possible. They're trying to, like, marry her or whatever. They weren't just trying to, like, you know, have, have their way. They were trying yeah. to actually, like, be her husband. He just came back and slaughtered everybody. He was like, hey, son, close the door. <laughs> They didn't know what was happening. <laughs> they didn't know what was going on. I mean, to be fair, though, you come back from a long journey, yeah. five, six years later, come up to the crib, all you want to do is get some meat, yeah. clap some cheeks, and go to sleep. Yeah. And you got a whole a posse whole of motherfuckers in your house. Yeah. As I remember, though, didn't he promise to be back in, like, two years? Yeah, but he was gone, like... He was gone for, like, work? seven? A lifetime. No, his <laughs> no, son was, was like... A, a baby, then he came back, his son was a man. <laughs> oh, so it's probably about 20 years close well, to Well, yeah, it. to be fair, though, he didn't get, like, strapped on an island for some years Dude, and, like, his, in the underworld for some time. He had the worst luck <laughs> of all time, because he was cursed right. by the guys, essentially, so... Yeah. Yeah, everything that could happen wrong did yeah. happen wrong. <laughs> oh, that. So why do we call it Murphy's Law and not <laughs> Odysseus's Law? Because Odysseus actually got out of it. Well, Odysseus, uh, he sort of deserved it. Uh, in a way, he deserved it. Hey, man, he just said GG. You know, he was leaving. and that, that, the, the Cyclops just couldn't take a loss. You know, he had to go tattle like a little bitch. Yeah, he did. He did. Father, father. This well, asshole. to be fair, too, though, you did kill a son of Poseidon. And your entire mode of transportation is the, is the sea. I do like the idea of that, you know. Oh, so so when uh 
Oedipus, what was his name? Odysseus. Odysseus. Odysseus, Odysseus was leaving the island, and he looked back at the at the Cyclops, and he was like, "GG, easy." <laughs> He's like one arrow, one eye, one shot, one kill. GG. Ha, you suck. You had to call the dad to take the mic. <laughs> Man, that was terrifying, too, because he was trapped in his cave with that Cyclops. And uh, he found a way out of it. He kept finding a way out of everything. And just more stuff kept happening. It's alright, but at some point, it's like, should I just die? Like, should I just, just took the L right there and just like, bruh, because this is... That's why I got to appreciate the man, because he, uh, he kept going. And... uh Man, his his arrows is crazy. Is he, he our first Shoney? Is that is that like our, our kinda, kinda? Because he he came back and um when he came back, Athena gave him like his full strength or whatever. Because he was like an old man for like most of the journey. Then he came back and he he became like a young guy again. And then uh he shot. It was like they lined up like I think like ten axe heads or so. Shot one arrow. Arrow went through all of them. And. Came back. He was he was hiding in the in a little thing. Went through ten axe heads, or went through the heads of ten guys named Axe. I mean, later, yeah. Later, <laughs> yes. sure. Axius, <laughs> yes. He killed so many Axes. He <laughs> 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 murdered him, and and the murder was depicted exactly like it was. It was just a straight up slaughter because the men in his little bar area they had no weapons. So it, it, it was. Drinking, chilling. It wasn't heroic at all. There was no like clash of the swords. It was straight up. They didn't know he was there. He was the only guy with a weapon. Him and his son, and they were just like cross catching everybody. Pick, 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 pick. <laughs> it was just a straight up slaughter. And when I read that, I was like, "Hey man, this hero is just." Hey, we just learned always aim for the head. The yeah. rules of being a man, and Odysseus took it to heart. Yeah, that's right. That always man. make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> that man, he 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 incorporated a lot of the tenants on that list because uh, he gave no quarter. You know, he did everything he could to secure the person to the side of him, his son, his combat in arms, and the person behind him, his wife. Even if it took like murdering a bunch <laughs> a of his countrymen, his countrymen no less. You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good though. Yeah, good story. Recommended read. Good one, yeah. Yep. Greek mythology is fun. Yeah. Unless you're a part of it. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, unless you're a demigod. <laughs> then that's when it gets all weird. <laughs> but yeah, man. That's it today. Episode 19. We quit going back on a dub. Mm. But yeah, guys. Thanks for having us. As always, the subs are going up. So thank you for that. Really appreciate you. Um, if you listen to us on audio only, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, like give us a give us a review. Let us know how we're doing. You know, you like us, you don't like us, let us know. Whatever you do, don't lie about it. Just say, just be honest. If you like us, you like us. If you don't, just go about your day. Just go. Don't worry about it. On that note, your bed stay warm, your pillow stay cold. Stay perfect, chat. Peace. I got, I got.